you guys tried breathing? It is handy when you're trying to live. Yeah, it's super important to have your blood oxygenated. Yeah, yeah, it is. My blood is now coming out of my lips. <laughs> hey, welcome to episode 540 of Poor Man Show. Everybody back together again. Back mm. together again as one happy, angry family. I haven't been here in weeks. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Where have you been? I was in Maine. What? I was actually Fucking in a lot a. of places. The last time you guys recorded, I was either in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, or Pennsylvania. Those are multiple states. Yeah. I went with Gabriella to yeah. the town where I went to college. Oh, and there was a darkness. Bennington, Vermont. Bennington, Vermont. Oh, okay. Bennington. She, no, where, where's Bennington? Just outside in... Troy, New York. Is that, that's like north Vermont, right? No, that's south. Southwest Vermont. South it's Vermont. very close Southwest to you can get pretty much. Massachusetts oh, okay. and New York creating Wait a, a very problematic social environment. Is, oh, I bet. Is yeah. that the town with the obelisk? Yes. Yes, oh, it yeah. is with I the obelisk. Fucking weird place. We had Thanksgiving there once. That is true. I remember we that drove now. on a snowy Thanksgiving day over Hogback and Searsburg Mountains. Yeah, Andrew's to like to eat Thanksgiving buffet in Bennington, Vermont. For yeah, no reason. Yeah, Andrew's like, hey, it's snowing like a motherfucker. Let's drive two hundred miles. So we go through there on Route Seven, and nine. if you're nine, Route Nine. Uh, oh yeah, New York is seven. Oh, so we go through there on Route Nine. There you go. It turns into seven once you hit the New York border. So I was on seven too. Sure, Se- seven also. Let's just say you were Not driving 72. on the road. I say to Is Gabriella, that important? Yeah. What's, what's the most miles you've ever viewed at one time? Viewed? Yeah. What do you mean, what do you mean viewed? Like if what's the most miles an... you've ever viewed at one time? What's We've miles? been at the beach all week, right? You're at sea level. You know how far you can see like, at sea level? Like seven miles? 15, I think. Oh. I thought it was like 27 and a half. Mm, no, it's 15. The earth is flat! Chat, how many miles can you see at sea level looking out at the sea? And if the chat... Pirates. If, if the world is level. I've been gone for a couple weeks. I've given the chat some time to get their act together and start putting answers to our questions into the chat. There should be a system. There should be We a ask a question, you give an answer. Yeah. We don't use Wikipedia. Right. And we neither don't do you. use Wikipedia. Neither do you. So how Wikipedia far can you see? Wikipedia says 37 at, centimeters. That is wrong. Fuck. That's not even... That's like <laughs> two dicks. Yeah. True. That is like two dicks. That's metric dick number for you. Maybe a little more than two average. It's like three dicks. Three average dicks. It's 2.1 dicks. We'll never know. I'm not British. 2.8 ticks. But we don't use the metric system here. Sad. So anyway, after all this time of just looking 15 miles. Yeah. Sitting on the beach. You know? 27 and a half. 27 and a half what? Miles. No. No, no. Get another answer, please. <laughs> Chat, we need your answer. Chat, look up Wikipedia for me, please. So, okay. Looking less than 30 miles, yeah. I say to Gabriella, would you like to see 100 miles? Oh. To the top of Hogback Mountain we go, an old ski resort in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Right? And just and pull off the road and holy shit, you can look. You can see 100 miles. The last time I was there, I don't know, 15 years ago, whiteout snowstorm. Wow. Oh. Zero miles. Were you there for Thanksgiving as well? No. This was oh. like 2006, maybe, you, last time I was there. You know, I worked there. Hogback? Yep. Doing what? Driving across it. Delivering the breads? Yep. I had to drive the, the bread to Bennington yeah. from Brattleboro, which included Hogback and Searsburg Mountains. Is the obelisk made out of bread? Is that what you were doing there? You were sacrificing the bread to the obelisk gods. So 
Well, you go through Brattleboro. You're like, oh, how nice. The Vermont Country Store. You ever been to the Vermont Country Store? You must have been to yeah, the Vermont Store right where you get off I-91. Brattleboro is like, if Vermont had meth, <laughs> Brattleboro. Which it does. It that is true. Of- or White River Junction is also a bad place. Yeah. A totally different part yeah. of Vermont. Totally different Vermont world. But the truth is, Vermont has meth, and it's probably all these towns. Including sure. Bennington. Putney. Now, Bennington is a strange place, but we go through Brattleboro. We stop at the Vermont Country Store where they make beautiful desserts and gourmet foods, and they have nice popcorns and syrups, you know, and even fancy drinks. Even syrupy popcorn. Yeah, uh, no doubt. No, I think I bought popcorn while I was there. And I also bought wow. licorice. I was in a real Ew. way. Yeah, I know. It was a mistake. Licorice is so just wrong. Then we go to Hogback. This is quaint, right? This old Vermont town. Then we go to uh, Wilmington. We look at the Wilmington White House. Puke and I cleaned up a flood there. Bed and breakfast. Hurricane Sandy. The Wilmington White House. Then we do the Long Mountain Pass on Route 9. Down. Searsburg Mountain. Into Bennington. And I tell Gabriella, most of the worst things in my life (laughs) happened in this town. Hooray! Between the ages of 18 and 24. What memories? 25. Uh, it's where I saw some of the craziest shit. You found pallet, to, pallets of cigarettes. Yep. What? Due to meth? Uh, no. My um, college roommate, who I also lived with after freshman year in a house off campus, that this was this was something. Bill. But I'll get to that part. This house we lived at. Uh-huh. My dad brings me back there, and he's like, okay, now it's time to have a good semester. It's time to you know party a little bit less. And uh, he's giving me the pep talk yes. down, down the mountain pass. Stop fucking up. Independent, yeah. And I'm like maybe 19, 20 years old. Uh-huh. So we pull into the driveway at uh, Burgess Road, 149 Burgess Road. Don't try to look it up. I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I want to. Um, and there in the driveway is two pallets, two pallets that were dropped off by some kind of truck, right? One pallet is alcohol, and the other pallet is cigarettes. That basically. is amazing. <laughs> and my dad's like, all right, well, you know, good luck. Because <laughs> he can't move a pallet, you know, with a Toyota Camry or whatever he had at the time. Well, not with that attitude. So uh, that's the noise made when he saw the pallets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It's kind of magical. John, um, my college roommate, his dad. Wait, that was Bill. Bill was the threesome guy from yeah. high school, and the, it, you know what? I'm uh, minimizing. It was more than a threesome, right? High school. I was in high school. Wow. Right? And I go up there with Felicia. Yeah. And then in comes Bill. He's a starter. Bill, Jeff, and Chris, at least. There might have been another guy that I blocked from my memory. And I got out of there. Yeah. I said, you know, I thought it was like a me and Felicia thing. Uh It turned out to be like this orgy. Mm. So I left. Um, Bye, Felicia. Yeah, exactly. Where the fuck did a pallet of booze and a pallet of cigarettes come from? John... His dad was a contractor. He built Cumberland Farms. A Cumberland Farms oh, burned okay. down, and they what went there. What was his there. dad's name? Hang on. We have to explain. Was he also John? What Cumberland Farms is. That is likely that his dad was also named John. So he was a John tractor. But his dad might have not been named John, actually. His dad might have... He, he, he had an older brother, and I think his dad had that name, but I don't remember what it was. His dad was, was a scary guy. Cumberland Farms is a uh, chain of... What do you call it? Gas. It's like gas station. Sheet. It's, well, it's, it's like an inferior sheets. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. inferior very inferior sheets. Inferior sheets. Yeah. So um, 
his dad went and scooped up everything that was salvageable, and John got to pick out the things he wanted, which were cigarettes and beer for our party house <laughs> with no furniture. Uh, well, priorities, right? So Gabrielle is very sentimental. She's very interested in the past. She's very interested in stories. You know, we know this about her. Uh-huh. So I say, I'm going to take you to the places where I, you know, my energy. <laughs> where all of the worst things in my life happened? Basically. Oh, nice. Which was a cathartic thing for me to do at this time in life as that well. Is, yeah, that is kind of interesting because I've done that a bit with the military stuff. Mm. Yeah, I can 20 imagine. years yeah. later, like just today, I was decorating my house with some army shit that I found in a box and I was like thinking and reminiscing and going, good God. It was 20 fucking years ago. Yeah, so this was, some of this was as much as 25 years ago for me. Wow. Even more. Ooh. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to show her the places that I lived. Uh-huh. I'm going to show her the school that I worked at, which is a whole bunch of other bad memories. And I'm going to take her to my college. So first stop, Burgess Road. The house is gone. Oh, nice. The driveway to the house is gone. Wow. There isn't even any evidence that this place was ever there. <gasps> isn't that the best way to have it? Was it a Mandela effect? And, and considering the things that I went through there, yeah. I was like, was that a nightmare? <clears throat> it was like very disorienting. When you ball up a, a little piece of paper in your hand and you light it on fire and you throw it into the wind. I was going to go with the forest. You've done that with an entire property. Forest Gump scene where Jenny... You know, Jenny grew up in a house and her dad beat her or whatever. Yeah. And Forrest Gump has a yeah, bulldozed. Yeah. Beat her. we. Oh. Yeah. Her dad was very bad. Jenny's dad yes. was very bad. Very abusive. Um, so there was no opportunity for me to throw Johan rocks and says, cry. Were the pallets still there at least? <laughs> no. <laughs> there was no evidence that anything had been there. There was a white house that was very shitty even when we lived there yeah. on its way to being condemned. That sounds great. And there was a separate garage. And then there was a fire pit in the backyard where we burned everything. Couches. Furniture. Couches. Yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't burned a couch? We in their burned day? two of my sweet grandma's chairs. Every 19 year old burns a couch. Yeah. I've probably burned a couch. I can't recall, but I bet it's happened. So I burned a couch too in my day. So then I take her to the. Um, school that i used to work at mm-hmm. it's not there anymore oh what the buildings are there but it's something else now and as we're going i'll show i say i used to teach this i was the lead teacher at this separate campus it was a mile away from the rest of the school because mm-hmm. the kids were really bad and i was in charge of these kids so i said okay i'll take you to this other place and we're driving down this road and it's like right at sunset right at dusk and there's this canopy of trees over the road and it just feels very very eerie and she says i don't like the energy in this place and i say (laughs) i never liked the energy in this place Mm. native americans avoided this place because they thought it was evil in fact there's a town called glastonbury nearby where all the people disappeared (laughs) on top of that in 20 fucking 11 sure uh, God sent a hurricane <laughs> yeah. that created landslides that cut off. Yeah. Uh, Glastonbury Shire? No, what's the town name? Fuck. Uh, Bennington. Bennington. Mm. Cut off Bennington from the rest of Vermont. Yeah. You could not get from Brattleboro to Bennington. No. For like almost an entire year. Wow. Bridges washed away. Roads gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Entire cities flooded. Brett, at what Buildings point? picked up and moved miles away downriver. Wow. At what point did you start checking your arm for tattoos? What do you mean? You oh, know, like, like 
Memento? It? Yeah, the movie Memento. You're like, holy shit, do I remember who I am? <laughs> so then I say, everything's gone. But the plan was, one of my best friends died. He was a guy I lived mm. with sophomore year. Died in a car accident. Oh, um, yeah, it was very bad, very just bad time of life. And this is a comedy show if you're new, so hang in there. <laughs> hang in there. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but we planted But have you tried this water that tastes like shit? But we planted a tree for him, like in 1999. So I said, I'll okay. show you my friend's tree, and we'll watch the sunset from the mountain on which the college sits. Okay. Ever, uh, Mount Everett, I think it's called. Yeah. We drive up there. It's all fucking blocked off. The mountain's gone. No, oh. it's like, there's like, and it's just like, man, the energy is dark. Strip mine now. So I'm yeah. picturing we get to Bennington. We have a dinner downtown at like some place I used to go, you know? So there's yeah. nostalgia. We, we look there. over at the sunset. It's a fucking eclipse. We get there <laughs> and we just feel terrible. We both are. I'm just like haunted yeah. by this. And she feels this energy too. And she feels it from me. So we just speed out of there into New York. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, my fuck God. This, we're going to Albany. You're like, how and bad? And that's even worse. How bad is it that you are looking forward to New York? So then we get to Troy, New York. Troy, Albany, oh. Schenectady, Troy, right? That's the tri, uh, the capital region of New York. Yeah, they call it the tri-fuck you of New York. <laughs> the tri-suck of New York. And Troy is a ghetto. But and what we're is getting the there just as it's dark. We get to Troy just for darkness. Yeah. Right? To the ghetto. <laughs> Uh, so we drove all the way to, to the Poconos. To be fair, Troy is the Vermont of New York. Yeah, so we drove all the way to the Poconos. It took us till about midnight, and that's where we stayed, and that was romantic. Poconos are delightful. NASCAR. I, I always hear about these Poconos. I, I, all I can think about is po, Pokio. Po, no, po, wait. Pinocchio? Pinocchio. There Jesus. it is. No. I know those syllables were in there somewhere. No, Pinocchio. Yeah. That's an interesting story. It is. It's a wooden doll. It becomes a boy. But it's so much more. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We need to do a whole show about Pinocchio. We got to get Jordan Peterson here. I really don't have enough information about Pinocchio to fill that amount of time. I feel like I need to rewatch the movie. <laughs> Which one? I because I've been I've just been one. I've just been thinking about it a lot lately. Pinocchio. How so? Really? What it's kind of a topic for maybe a discomfort zone? I think. Interesting. But it's just like it's there's something about it that is calling to me. No, oh, Pinocchio. Um. So, uh, Interesting. Yeah, uh, okay. long story fucking short, my long, trip was great. It long, was great. We, long uh, story short, fuck Vermont. We, we drove. Yeah. Well, uh, let's break this down for a second. You got P. Mm-hmm. You got Noki. You got O. O. <laughs> okay. Is there something there? His nose grows. CP is not that bad. CP is not that bad. Uh oh. <laughs> Here we go. Do we need all this? I didn't mean to make all this, but things happen sometimes. I'm not good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we were with my family. It was probably the most. We've had shows where I came back here and I was like, I don't oh, yeah. know about being with my family. Yeah, yeah. you're like, is I don't this, know if that's my family anymore. Is this one of those shows? No. Oh. They were so great. My, nice. my nephews are teens. My niece is a teen. Oh, God. Are they into TikTok? Last they time I saw are, these kids, they were doing, they were playing the video game. With the dance, TikTok. No, oh. this is dance, pre-TikTok. dance revolution. No, this is post dance dance revolution. Fortnite, Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, that's that game with the dance. Yeah, they are so thoughtful God, and like conversational, and they ask you how you're doing. Like you guys don't even ask me how I'm doing. No, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. And these kids are like, <laughs> you're gonna tell us uh, maybe on the show. Uh, but these kids are like um, wonderful, and to spend time with my brothers and my mother. 
And that was it. We didn't really have any visitors. Osborne came. Wow, Osborne. Yeah. Holy shit. He came in a suit. I had two bottles of Diet Coke for him. He drank one. Wow. And I mean, like, two liters. For your nephews, For people that know Osborne. They were thoughtful years ago. Is Osborne the king yet? Of? Like New Hampshire or the the world? Last time I knew, he was moving up in the world. No, he's doing well. And he is kind of, like, uh, networked with my brother now. They're doing things together. What? Yeah. With motorcycles? No. It's not, more like not a bad brother. Work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Andrew, your statement. Go. I interrupted. Oh, so these boys, years ago, they were pretty thoughtful, too. I remember... Were they? Okay. At some point, they were being very annoying. As children are. Yeah. Especially like 11-year-old boys. Very annoying. And I flat out told them, you're being fucking annoying. When you can speak to me like a human... I'll continue playing this game with you. And they apologized and were very respectful. And then we continued okay. interacting yeah. or playing whatever game we were playing. I've been saying this to my mom since these kids were six. I said, look, you go someplace with them, you just got to lay out expectations. You got to say, this is how it's going to be. Okay. If I'm not having a good time, shit's fucking over. I can what? leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm an adult. Oh, yeah. I have a car. Right. So You'll be stuck here. Yeah. Mm. With no one to play basketball with. True. Right. right. So that's mm-hmm. how that's kind of how that went. Hmm. That's the last time I played basketball, too, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We threw footballs. I don't remember. Oh, that's the last time I threw a football. I don't think we played ping pong at all. Oh, no ping pong. Yeah, we made fires. That was great. Always fun. And, um, you know, it's always a joy to be there with Gabriella. She's been there For twice sure. now. And um, we had a really great room. Uh, we had a lot of great adventures. We found a Rachel Carson trail. Rachel Carson, who we know about here Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Who? She's an environmentalist. <laughs> who does bitch? She wrote She's a got a bridge. About, She's got a trail nearby. Oh, yeah, yeah the bridge. A homestead okay. out somewhere. She's got a trail in Indiana Township. Okay. Yeah. Right. Northeast of the city. Hmm. And her homestead is like somewhere maybe near Penn Hills or something like that. Gross. So wait, what's she doing in Maine? That's yeah. what was so special about it. We said we got Rachel. I was on the Rachel Carson Bridge just a week ago. And how do you get to Maine back then? How, how long? I don't think it was that long ago, Andrew. I Deem? think it was like the sixties. No, sixties. No. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It was, I think, it was a bulldozer Fucking involved. Fucking chat, Rachel, yeah, Rachel Carson. Carson. Uh, key years of 60s. activities. There was a bulldozer for chains, a tree. So in the 60s, you had just about every option you have today except Uber. Yeah, you had faster planes. I mean, you had way less airport security. You had one faster plane. You could fly anywhere in the world so much faster than you can today. Just based on security, you mean. There was nothing in the 60s that was worse than it is today. Oh, okay. Name one thing. There was no TikTok. I want to talk TikTok. There was nothing in the 60s. That existed <laughs> that was worse than it is today. Wow. Hmm. I have to think about that. I mean, we have running water nowadays. That's pretty We had running water in the 60s. What? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things. We in had running water in the 1860s. Not my grandpappy. Nope. I think like household appliances, maybe. Oh, back in the 60s. I'm pretty sure like a Kenmore dryer is the fucking identical Kenmore no. dryer. No, no, no. I'm so wrong. I am so wrong. Back then, (laughs) back then, you bought a fucking stove. Uh huh. You still have that stove today. Yep. You could. If you want it. Yeah. It's real cool looking too. 
But how how many apps? It's got an you... analog clock on it. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That old kind it of ticks. Stuff. It goes. Oh fuck! The clock's broken. <laughs> this is six. This minutes. is sixty minutes. <laughs> Uh, 60 Minutes was probably better. Oh, do you sure. really think the past was better? Or do you just wish it was better? Everybody, How was when it they not better? Because they didn't have penicillin. Yes, they did. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm down. How did they check TikTok? <laughs> yeah. I, I agree I that there, w- there was probably... Apps were worse. I still think the 90s were the best. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I agree with Andrew's model that it was 9-11 that um, the world really went yeah, off. Yeah, Severman says Andrew romanticizes Tepast. What else is new? You're right. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, yeah, the future's great. I can't wait. Uh, so that was our trip to Maine. It was wonderful, except for the Bennington part. Except for, yeah, the, the middle part. <laughs> I feel like something, we stayed at a very bad hotel in Newburgh, New York, um, out of tiredness. Mm-hmm. Because oh. Gabrielle is like, we could take turns driving. Okay. Sure. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm sleeping a wink if you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's like, I just rather, it's less, it's, except maybe, here's a compliment for It's Andrew, less stressful okay? for me to drive asleep than it is for you to drive. <laughs> um, yeah, I did, I did say like, um, that's not a break for me. And that's true, like like me sitting in the passenger oh, seat. Oh, I feel you. Maybe with anybody but Andrew. Now, the first time I drove with Andrew, uh-huh. I was like, "He's trying. He's this is a murder suicide." Yeah, because I didn't know him that well. <laughs> right. I, and I said, "This is a murder." And there were times since then where I said, "Okay, this is the time that he's lost it." And we we're usually in the blue BRZ. Yeah, but now I'm just happen. like, ah, oh, fucking whatever. I don't care. Yeah, you just have to kind of go along with it and uh, sort of embrace the anxiety. I'm extremely mellow while driving. I'm the most mellow person while driving. If you No, no you're not. If either of no, you you're not no, the most mellow. If either of you uh-huh. went from riding shotgun with me to riding shotgun with either of you, uh-huh. you would feel like I'm asleep compared to the two of you. Nah, you can And the act- two of you are on cocaine and are extremely distracted. No, mm, no, no, yeah, you're stabbing no, the brakes. The wheel is jerking left and right for no reason. No, I don't think I ever when do you that. accelerate, I don't know why, but you feel you have to chirp the tires. <laughs> why? <laughs> why do you have to accelerate so? Vi- why is everything you do so violent? I bet I've done that once with so, you in a car. So violent. You're the most violent drivers, Whereas both of you. Andrew just you swerves between lanes and, and die if you were passengers in your own cars. Remember the other night when our friend Josh was in town and you like raced a guy in a motorcycle and then cut him off trying to kill him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy deserved everything. Exactly. No, if I had my Miata and I could embarrass him in front of his lady on his Harley, yeah. that would have been amazing. Several miles down the road, he did pull over for some reason into a school and flipped you off as he drove by. Yeah. What a story. Yeah. We forgot there was a man it. who insisted on not letting me get past him because he was on a Harley. But once he but was then in once, front, yeah, then he, he insists on going slow because he's on a Harley. Mm-hmm. Harleys don't go fast. Right. Well, that's not true. They could. They, they could, but no one who has a Harley goes fast. It's a motorcycle. They can't go fast. But it's, they only go fast when they're passing you to get in front of you to slow down. 
Yeah, so it's probably yeah, it's probably just Andrew where I would only feel more relaxed being the passenger. Mm. And it's just because there's some surrender. And it's like a nice you know, story. <laughs> like Brett Vinat was vaporized, but he was sitting next to his dear friend Andrew uh, when yeah. it happened. And Andrew was vaporized, too. We know when he passed, he was very uh, content hot. and mellow. <laughs> hot? Hot and in many pieces. But, um, yeah, so it's not relaxation for me to let just about anybody else drive. And... Um, you know, she's plenty wise and smart, but she's just... Since when does that make for a good driver? Not a... N- never. I mean... Never. You're right. No. Uh, man, we went to this meetup last night in the South Hills for a No Agenda podcast. It was actually a book club on an Ayn Rand book. We drove separately. Which book? Uh, Anthem. Never read it. And mm, um, yeah. Listen to the Rush song recently, Anthem. I'm waiting for her. You know the Rush song, Anthem? Uh, yeah, it might be inspired by. It is. Yeah. So, um, Anthem was originally called, I forget, the, she she always gave her books very pedestrian names and then changed them at the last minute before they published. So, Anthem was called something else, but I forget what. Um, so, we drive there separately. And so, I'm okay. waiting outside so we can walk in together. We had made guacamole together, so we wanted to bring it in together to this meetup. And this is a tight residential area that's hilly with lots of blind spots she comes flying in like over a hill her wheels almost come off the ground (laughs) right and i put up my hands like this like hit your brakes hit your brakes and uh she parks and i was just like boy but other than that do you feel like maybe uh, you were exaggerating oh uh, yeah i'm exaggerating we're on a show okay (laughs) other than that She's, oh, the, yeah. she's the most incredible woman, but um, yeah. So I did all the Behind driving. The wheel that, of was car, that was my point. That was my point. Yeah. Um, and he didn't fall asleep and die. So that's good. no, no, no. I knew like how long I could push. Yeah. Like it was about to midnight both nights. I have a question. Why all the hate for Atlas Shrugged? What do you mean? Why does everyone who thinks they're smart not like Atlas Shrugged? Oh, I don't. I feel Why like, are they not constantly singing the praises of Atlas Shrugged? I feel like there's a lot of people that think they're smart that like Atlas Shrugged. I feel like a lot of people who don't also read wrong. books like Atlas Shrugged. Because it's anti- But those who le- read books hate Atlas Shrugged. Well, Atlas Shrugged is, is, at times, things happen in the world, and then Atlas Shrugged becomes a better-selling book than the Bible for a period of time. Like, everybody, like Obama gets Like elected. everything that happens in the world? Well, maybe, but like, well, yeah, now. So, uh, chat Atlas Shrugged on the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, give us a week by week for 2022 so far on Atlas Shrugged book sales. And backdated to 1964. And if you can, co- what's it, collate? Yeah, that's a word. That, well, I think that's when you print things on both sides. Just combine. Look, yeah. we, we don't need to also need you to look up words for us. Actually, chat, look up, collate, and then combine hardcover, softcover, audiobook, and EPUB versions into one number for each month. And don't worry about quarterly. We'll add the months. You know what they should? Somebody should take Atlas Shrugged and re-edit it and delete like 99% of the John Galt speech. And then it would be a way better yeah, book. I don't know. I mean, the thing's I, I, like I know 6,000 pages long. Oh, it's so long. long but it's super long. Yeah, some people who are smarter deserve long speeches. John Galt, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. 
That's Trump. about it. Yeah. Oh, Trump. Wow. Right. But didn't see that coming. No, she's a long-winded. No, I, I don't understand that the hate for Atlas Shrugged. I can go on and on. I don't. I really I don't hate it. But like the themes are great. But I gosh. hate long books, and that's one long book that I just I started reading it. Yeah. And then for the next like four days, I just went. I'm taking the longest goddamn drives in my Miata <laughs> and listening to this fucking book until it's done. So I preferred the other one about the architect. I got one twelfth into that and I went, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, I didn't finish the fountainhead. I was like, Jesus, what do shut this the fuck up, exactly. shut I like the fuck up. I was the worst. Like, There's nothing more you can say that wasn't said in Atlas Shrugged. Anything else is inferior. Atlas Shrugged is the pinnacle. Yeah, okay. I, I know like I'm level one. Because I this, like this feels like level one libertarian, but I still think it's better. I, I don't know. I think it's it's applicable to everything, and um, it predicted everything. It did. Well, Anthem is short, and he doesn't become like an objectivist cunt until the very, very end where ah, he's yeah. talking about, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm special. Um, but he was special. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. I mean, this was... Uh, uh, that well, Anthem, Anthem was, was just about selfishness? No, Anthem is about individualism versus collectivism. I only collectivism. know about it from the Rush song. It's only... It's I individualism versus collectivism. One, right. Mm -hmm. Selfishness. Um, no. Pull like, up lyrics. No, no, I can't. Yep. Nope. Lyrics. Nine. This is not Wikipedia. Oh. Rush Anthem lyrics. Rand did write a book called The Virtue of Selfishness. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But... It's not something that is explicit in Anthem. It's just about a very collectivist dystopian society and this guy recognizing his individuality and innovative potential. Isn't that it. what I've been doing my entire life? It's kind of like the allegory of the cave. That's what I said at the book club. And then someone's like, well, how's it like the allegory of the cave? And I was like, because, motherfucker, it's like a bunch of collectivist people. And, Hello? This is an allegory. Oh, I just sit here my whole life staring at this wall and I see shadows from a fire but, but I don't even know that it's a fire yet I just see the shadows reflected on the wall and I say this must be the world then one day I broke free of my chains and I saw the entire milieu there was a fire behind us and men held objects in front of the fire and they would dance on the walls and this was a false reality. So I ran out to the light, the real light from the sun. And I went outside and I said, here it is. This is the real world. I must go tell everybody in the cave who's been given a false reality. So I went back in the cave and I was like, hey, the real world's outside. This is fake. And they're like, shut the fuck up, faggot. Stop talking about what might be true. We like this. We are comfortable here. As they all just grew higher and higher in the piles of their own shit. So I went back outside. I got to tan. I was very pale. And then, for the first time, I found a tree and I squatted against it. I pooped. So that's basically the allegory of the cave. And in Anthem, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to spoil Anthem, but oh yeah, it's don't. Basically, like um, you know, he's in this dystopian collectivist world where people are very restrained in their in their intellect and their ambition and their creativity and individuality. Obviously, he discovers the light. 
Okay. Live for yourself. There's no one else more worth living for. Begging hands and bleeding hearts will only cry out for more. Mm. Okay. So you see why I think it's about selfishness? Mm -hmm. Anthem of the heart and anthem of the mind. Well, individualism is selfish. Well, I know they've always told you selfishness was wrong, yet it was for me, not you, that I came to write this song. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, book club was great. and Oh, yeah, and nobody died in a car wreck? Nope. Good, good. And we went to the West End Overlook. <gasps> Is it still closed due to construction? No. What? We went up Oh, wait, there. no, that was the other Overlooks. And her, we did sparklers. What's the, oh. She had some sparklers. I so love sparklers. sparklers. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Who you ever done that? Who the fuck loves sparklers? I love sparklers. What? You're a photographer. I want you to photograph sparklers in slow-mo where I can draw my name yeah, in the sparkler. I've done, I've done that. That's yeah. fucking incredible. You can do it with a flashlight, too. Yeah, but the sparkler's cooler. Yeah, I guess. It sparkles. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, geez, that's a lot about me. That's like 30 minutes of me. It was. Yeah. 33 minutes me and, of... Uh, me and Gabriella, yeah. That's, what we've, that's <laughs> right. what we've been up to. There's more, but I mean, oh, I'll God. pass. I'll pass. Oh, I'll I pass. got stuff. Yeah. You've got stuff? Sure. So much stuff. Always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lousy with stuff. Yeah. Covered in stuff. Now, I'm I'm overlooking a lot. I think I feel like I just skimmed the surface, and there were moments of you know thoughtful exploration along the way. Oh, yeah? But I'll write, a, I'll write a, like an autobiography. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I got stuff coming out of my butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What do you, you want to talk about? Oh, no, I, I want to get into your Every stuff. time I've pooped and there's been a thud, I always feel terrible. I had one of my most embarrassing moments this week with numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should I tell it I'm now? so excited for this. Yeah. Whatever this is. This is, this am, was, this is bad. So I have, uh, yeah, we all know Andrew is handicapped. No, this is for this you. This is for me. Hand that to me. I'm going to put it on my windshield. There we go. Just hang this right there so people know. Best gift I ever got from my grandma. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now people will know. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh oh I see Brett uh, trying to get a photograph here. but uh, So I have what you would call a large uh, patio door. I actually have two of them. And... Uh, they're large. They're larger than normal. What's the what's the width of a normal door? Thirty four inches, thirty or thirty six. Yeah. So these doors are sometimes. way bigger than that. And thirty six for like a main door to your house where you move shit into. Yeah. Thirty six. Okay. So these patio doors are bigger than that. There's two big old pieces of glass on either side of a big heavy door. And the then four feet a wide. Big fetch. Basically, other four by eight sheet. Yeah. Of door. So, uh, they are not in good shape, and uh, the, the big heavy door is very difficult to open. You know, it just has like this little slot to put your fingers in to open it, and uh, some people- says you have two patio dooritis. <laughs> some people are unable to open it. It's difficult for me and Andrew to open it, and uh, uh, some we of the- We know what we're in for some we of the, try to open yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the smaller folk that have visited this house have been completely unable to move that door, and so I'm thinking about ways to fix this. I've tried- you know, uh, lubing it. Always start with the lube. That hasn't really worked. And um, 
I've tried uh, adjusting the wheels. There's there's adjustments on wheels, apparently, to patio doors. And then at some point, I realized, like, okay, maybe I can just replace this door and uh, maybe replace the screen. So I go out and I measure it. And uh, I get the, the numbers for the measurement for this door. And I'm looking online for... Besides know how to tell inches from feet. And I go, and (laughs) I'm looking, and I can't find this stuff. And I'm like, maybe I need to go to a specialty dealer. There's no door that's 48 feet. No. Only airplane hangar stores have that. And uh, so at some point this weekend, I realized I need to go to Lowe's for some stuff. Go to Lowe's basically every fucking weekend. Fucking A, Lowe's. It's the devil. And uh, I'm going to the window section. You know, they have this department where they make windows and I'm like, maybe they make custom sized giant screen doors. Let's see what they go. And I walk up to the guy and I say, oh, I'm looking for a, a custom screen door. I have this huge screen door and um, I need to see. But I, I couldn't find any online. I don't know what size you guys have. It's like four feet wide. And uh, he says, like, yeah, 48 inches. And I go, no, no, no. I measured it was 84 <laughs> inches. And he goes. What you said four feet, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's about like yay big, and I put my finger and my hands out, and I, I say like yay big four feet, and he's like, yeah, that's forty, and I'm like, no, I, I measured it was eighty. I'm pretty certain it was eighty four. This is the amazing thing, and he's like, you can be so wrong, yeah, you have all the confidence in the world. Oh yeah, this is bad, and he's, I'm looking at this man's face, and his face says, goddamn, you're fucking dumb. And I uh, went, goddamn, I'm, you're working at Lowe's. And now I'm starting to get worried. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, no, I'm the customer. I can't be this dumb. This guy works at Lowe's. And uh, yeah, he's like, okay, well, I'm pretty certain 48 inches. I'm like, okay, I guess this guy's right. And I realized I think I just read the tape upside down and decided for I don't know how long, for, for a couple weeks, I've had the number 84 in my head because I looked at a tape and went all dyslexic and retarded and never at one point realized that 12 times 4 is 48. See, this is the thing. This is what you've fallen victim to. (laughs) What's that? You've fallen victim to not trusting your own mind and trusting whatever you think you're seeing or hearing. You need to read Anthem and the allegory of the cave. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever read Anthem. I think I got through Atlas Shrugged and the other one that I forgot again already and said, that's enough. What was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> Fountainhead. Fountainhead, yeah. Um, no. So at some point I realized, Jesus, fuck, I'm retarded. No wonder I couldn't find 84 inch wide. <laughs> no, you're not retarded. Because I'm like, I know that 72 is six feet. You've given up. Like, oh, You've given oh, up sure. thought. Yeah, yeah. You have. So much. The other day. The other day. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Prove how you're better. You said, it's going to be fucking cold tonight. Oh, yeah. It's going to be 32. August 8th. Mm. The night of August 8th, it's going to be 32 degrees. And I said, no, it's not. And I know for, for certain, Puke is looking at something <laughs> that's published that's telling it's him called this. called an app. Except I have a brain. Oh, and I know no. what August is. Your phone was upside down. Wait, that doesn't <laughs> solve it. <laughs> so... I put my phone app in Celsius. Trick me. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> but like in my brain, I go, Yeah. I know what August is. Uh-huh. I know what degrees are. That doesn't jive. But you have given up on yourself. No, I spent 10 years in New Hampshire and I and go, you that trusted seems plausible. the machines. I felt like that was plausible. I'm like, wow, it's going to be chilly. It's going to be frosty. It's not plausible. I feel like winter comes in August this far north. All right, so I've had But two. it took me 0.1 seconds to disagree with that. Yeah. Right? I blame my age. 
Nope. Yeah. No. No. I'm getting no. so old. Is, I just can't. You have just given up. Brain tumor? Can I blame that? I bet I have a brain tumor. So, no, no, no. Here's what's happened. What if I'm you've old with a brain tumor? trusting your brain. Yeah. Because you've outsourced your brain. I trust my eyes. To Alexa, to Wikipedia. To tape to measures. YouTube. Fucking tape measures. Sure, They're tape measures. But when you perceive what you're reading on the tape measure uh, as wrong, something else external has told you a signal. You've taken that signal as yeah. fact without processing it through a logic uh, computer in your mind. True. All you have to do is just think to yourself. Every time you have an input, you think, does this make sense? And if it doesn't make sense, go back and check the tool. What if the vaccine has ruined my brain? That's also true. How many boosters have you had? Oh, none. No, I didn't do boosters. Why do they want you to keep getting those? Because Pfizer makes metric fuck tons of money. No, it's not that simple. It's definitely that it's simple. It's not that simple. It's not that simple? How is it not? It's like, bigger than that, man. Well, maybe they're also like it's secretly sterilizing the youth. I don't know. Stories are coming out that uh, a lot of, uh, what do you call them, uh, miscarriages on the rise. Yeah. You know, it was only a couple months ago that the FDA said, go ahead, pregnant ladies, get all your boosters, get all your shots. Just take that needle and poke it right into the fetus. Mm-hmm. And then comes along Roe v. Wade. That gets canceled. People are what freaking is Roe? out. Fish roe? It's eggs. Like is it? Fish baby eggs. What's caviar? Fish roe. But caviar is way fancier than saying fish eggs, I guess. can have two names and be the same. But is it the same? Yes. Are you sure? No. Uh, it's <laughs> No, it's got to be caviar, which is certainly a French word. Yeah. Is a special kind of fish roe. Chat confirm. What I don't know that it is. No, no, is roe. Because I know that you can get caviar from multiple <laughs> Johan species. Johan says Jane Roe, female version of John Doe. Hi, <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah, I think I mean fish roe versus caviar. I think it's just a people like the word caviar. It's a fancy word. Well, yeah, it makes like, it makes disgusting food sound better than roe. I mean, why do they call it veal instead of dead baby deer? Yeah, think about Isn't it. Isn't it dead baby cow? I don't know. Wait, what's veal? Cow. No, I thought veal was deer. No, it's venison. I think veal is. Veal is cow. Veal is a baby cow. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's not baby I deer. There was some sort of baby deer dish. It's not fancy to eat baby veal. deer. No, that's terrible. Veal is the meat of calves. Hmm. Which are cows. Yeah. Okay. Where were we? Well, I was just trying to encourage Puke to use his brain. Yeah. What's the point? Because you have a good brain. Uh, you I decide do. to do something, you do it. I you decide good... to fix something, oh, you fix it. Uh, yeah, sometimes. You can figure things out. You get creative with solutions. I have three observations that are by pretty... default, yeah. you trust the machines. <laughs> Stop it. Tape measures. They're the devil. Tape measures, Alexas, Wikipedias, weather apps. Stop it. Next time I go to Home Depot, I'm going to go, I need a door that is three rods long. By 14 cubits. Yeah, measure with your cubits. Yeah, <laughs> Make people conform cubits. to that. Exactly. You go, this is 19 of my dick. Do you guys realize that the only reason that stickers are able to exist is because of wax paper? You ever thought about that? You ever take a sticker off of wax paper and you just take this thing and you throw it away and you're like, fuck you, wax paper. But without that wax paper, that sticker would be covered in all kinds of shit. It would be stuck. 
It'd be sticked to other things unless you had a machine that made the sticker right there and boom, you're ready to go like tape. Yeah, I, I like wax paper a lot better than stickers. You, so you throw away the sticker and keep the wax paper that has nothing printed on it? <laughs> I feel like I should. Yeah, maybe we should make that a trend. That'll be what cool kids do. Why is the space bar the only unlabeled thing on a keyboard? People get it. How do you know? That's because the space it creates bar. a void, it's and a, it's a void in the keyboard. Yeah, it's a big space. It takes up a lot of space. So maybe they just assume that people look at that space and they that go, is "That's a space bar." Yeah, this is what happens when you're super fucking bored at work and you hate your job. Puke, watch a space bar documentary. <laughs> yeah. So looking at my keyboard and I go, "Why are the numbers not centered on these keys?" Logitech made a keyboard, so the, the numbers are just off in the corner. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking What's at the it. point? Yeah. Why has nobody used a battery-powered chainsaw in a horror movie yet? Chainsaws are loud. they sound cool. Yeah, but but you could sneak up on people. They don't sound scary. Yeah. You, you could use have, a battery-powered electric trimmer. You don't have the issues with it You starting. think a battery-powered electric trimmer going... Well, it's scarier than... Well, no, no. I know it's scarier, but like it, it's like having a silencer for a chainsaw. But a two-stroke engine. No, a two-stroke engine is very intimidating, and it's bad for the environment. Also, yeah. the chainsaw era is over. You think so? Yeah. I think, well, what's, the, what's the preferred murder weapon? What, but what is there left now? to do with chainsaws? What's surprising with a chainsaw? Use a battery. And then use it silently to kill one person in the cabin. And they don't know it's that silent. the other people. There's a chain. Ah, Chains are noisy. Quiet. They're way quieter than a two-stroke. Even back before they had engines, whether mo- whether they were battery-powered motors or two-stroke engines, chains were still noisy. You ever heard yeah, of Man the in the Dungeon? Part, you ever seen a Christmas Carol? Uh, no. No, I'm not. People were put in dungeons a thousand years ago with chains. It. It's true. My father before me. He, he was alive a thousand years ago, and oh, and he was in chains, but they would wait. Now, pause, time out, time out, time out, please. There weren't chains a thousand years ago. No, not a, th- not a thousand. No. I'm going to Wikipedia. Yes, there was. I don't know that. You don't think there was chains a thousand years? It was the middle, middle, middle ages. They had fucking knight's armor. Oh you my god! They, make, they had chain mail. Two twenty-five BC. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Eighty-four inches of chain was invented in two twenty-five BC. Hey, good news! I could just go buy a new screen door that works. So happy about this. Man, for so long, I've been looking for an 84-inch wide fucking screen door. Yeah. Uh, well, well yeah. as we've said around here for years, like measuring things correctly is important. And also, as we've said around here for years, let's go to break. Yeah! 84 times. When we come back from the break, I can talk about... Oh, yeah, what do you got? Geez, I can, I can talk about uh, being a cheapskate. We know that. I can talk about butt stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Hey, welcome back to episode 405.
Poor man show. Eighty-four, five hundred forty. It's like numbers. You just do the yep. best you can. Yeah. I just roll the dice on numbers. That is an effect that I like. The Satan, Satan sound no, effect. Voice? That yeah. make character for that. Andrew, what numbers? That? Make character for Satan. Um, oh, wait a um, Wait, now you have the. Yeah. yeah, it's not Satan. It's um something darker. Satan. Something darker? Uh, something. Puke read the episode number from a tape measure. <laughs> Good name. Am I a crown? No, I'm not a crown. Wait a minute. Brown arms down like that. I am. Maybe a mole? I am the shadow of the groundhog. <laughs> The shadow of the, the shadow of the groundhog. Do you know about the shadow? The shadow portends great travesties. Have you never read Carl Jung? No. Only Ayn Rand. Okay. <laughs> I am the groundhog shadow. Hello, shadow. Meaning that I am the darker side. What does the shadow know? Everything. Maybe. The groundhog thinks it doesn't know. The groundhog shadow. That's knowledge that I possess. Oh. What drives the groundhog? Mm, the desire to dig. That's what it seems like. But yes. where, where am I digging? Down. Why? Where yes. am I trying to get to? What does the earth possess? I am trying to do what? What, what do I think the earth might possess being a groundhog, having an IQ that's very low and never having read a science book about plate tectonics? Indeed. Or the layers of the earth beneath the dirt in what? which I dig. What it if, sound a little gay. <laughs> what if groundhogs can smell gold? No. Oh. It has nothing to do with gold. Diamonds? Rubies? No. It is nothing that is precious. Oh. In fact, hello? Oh, alright. So, you are the Groundhog's shadow's shadow. I am the secondary shadow. So, do you know what I do as the shadow? You are even deeper. It's either Groundhog, or as they say, at a certain time of day, in front of or behind the Groundhog. Well, shadows work. Yeah, well, as the secondary shadow, I kind of didn't get a lot of the smarts that, like, you as the first shadow got. So, I'm kind of just hanging out down here. And, you know, I'll do yeah. the shadow stuff then, and you yeah. can just kind of, like... I just sort of hang out where the... Whoa, my voice changes, too, whenever I just talk. It's random. This is what it's like when you're uh, deep down in the caves in the shadow. I'm the now worried that I'm imagining you, and you are not real. I've, are heard, you, I've heard that can happen. Proof that you're real. Wait a minute. But I'm not really real in an ethereal, non-ethereal, corporeal way. I don't really understand none of them words, because I'm just a shadow's shadow. I think I am casting you into existence, but it's only in my mind in which you exist. Indeed. What happens if there's like a third shadow? What if shadows are just like them, you know, when you put a mirror in front of another mirror, and then there's like a lot of mirrors? Shadows are caused by light. Shit, there ain't a lot of light down here in the dirt. So we what are if we don't really exist at all? We are the darkness. Oh, we cause the darkness. Do you know about... Groundhog seeing the shadow. 
sure, if they do, they get, they get really, really happy. Do, do they? they? Mm. Fix, Fix this. this. Is this what? This is what? Is this what the groundhog sounds like? Hi, I'm a groundhog. Oh fuck! I've been shot in the face. Sweet, a new character. Hello, <laughs> I'm a kid. Hey, everybody, welcome to Kids. Give it back. <laughs> welcome to Kids Show. This is a podcast that kids do. I'm here with. Um, oh, we got instruments now in the Kids Show. So welcome back to Kids Show for kids by kids, and we are the kids. So I want to be joined now by my co-host and uh, your name over there. Introduce yourself to the other kids and um, maybe some even some adults who listen to Kid Show. My co-host is shy, um, and I should also mention that he has autism, as most kids do now, due to GMOs and vaccines. So he prefers to communicate through his, um, what kind of flute is that? I don't know. He's trying to tell me the name of the flute. All right, and then I have another co-host who's just a baby, and all he communicates through his little turds. So, oh, there he is. Yeah, so... I'm kind of on my own here, and that makes it hard having a baby who can't talk yet. Now, the baby will learn how to talk on the show as the show goes on. So stay tuned for season two of Kids Show, where autistic guy learns sign language, maybe. Or I learn to communicate, um, or what he's trying to communicate with his um, flute that he plays. And maybe there's also a language of baby poop. This has become a prop show. Oh, that was stupid. <laughs> I blame Andrew for fix this. Fix it. Make me sound normal. I was gonna say this is why topics are good, but I think this is why topics are bad. Because <laughs> if we have topics, none of this ever happens. So Andrew, you had problems. Yeah, I guess. So talk about one of them. Several. Talk about the biggest or the most, uh, the one that's affected you most uh, this weekend. Okay. So on Friday, Puke, this is Puke's problem, actually. Oh, what? Puke went to work and I was working at home. Fuck no, I didn't get vaccinated. Yeah. And uh, Puke came home from work. I did. Why? Oh. So I work at a corporation. That sucks. Uh, so they have a policy in place, right? Where they um, they're gonna they're gonna get that COVID. They're gonna fix it. It's not gonna spread anymore in the, in the walls of this corporation. So they have this policy where, um, based on the CDC levels of fucking COVID contamination or what what is it? What's the term I'm looking for? Uh, transmission cases spread cases. yeah cases i think it's cases positivity so the, so the cdc puts out these numbers or some sort of hey do you guys remember back in 9-11 when they were like oh terrorism's at level chartreuse and everyone went huh well i think the cdc is still doing that with uh cavid cavid coasts <laughs> cavid coasts 84 inches of cavid coasts happened and so my work a couple of weeks ago goes um Oh boy, 
Butler County's got high cases of COVID. We got to fucking wear masks. Everybody, boo. Butler County also has high cases of uh, roadside Trump merch stands. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. interesting. No, but I don't think there's hardly anybody that I work with that is happy about this, except for fucking what I like to call carpet walkers. I think they're is the there, real Is there actually somebody scene. who's happy about this at your work? I don't really think so. I know of one person who is a higher up who has always worn a mask this entire time that I've seen. Name, address, title, <laughs> department. I'm obviously not going to do that. And um, so I feel sad about this guy. Did I talk about the meeting we had? It's a, a guy? It is a man. Oh, my God. It's a. Can you believe this is a man? It's a smallish man. So I'm a smallish man. Now I'm making conclusions. Yeah, smaller than you, like skinny small. Oh, I'm just a small fat man. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Now you're catching on, 84. And so this guy has always worn a mask the whole time I've known him. We had a meeting a couple weeks ago right before this newest rash of, oh, my God, COVID's back. And he's worn a mask the whole time. We have a meeting. There's 40 people in a room. We're having lunch. He's the only one wearing a mask, giving, like, the presentation. And I am just sitting there eating a sandwich from Panera Bread thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Does this guy think that he has, like, the fucking, like, he's Copernicus or some shit, and he's the only one that knows where the fucking sun is? Wait, is that what I'm thinking of? Galileo. Uh, well, Copernicus thought he... So if this guy sucks, he's yeah. Copernicus, because Copernicus was wrong. Which one was... I'm th I think I was thinking of Galileo. No, it was Ptolemy. I'm thinking of Galileo, right? Galileo thought... Uh, he, he discovered that the earth rotated around the sun and everybody said, burn him at the stake. He is a heretic. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Read Anthem. Oh, it's yeah. Similar. <laughs> By um, Rush. So, so this guy walks up in the middle of the room and he goes, Look, I know you all have a job to do. Yeah. But your number one job is to come to work and be safe. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, we, we shouldn't come to work in the first place. Exactly. Though. That's right. If it, if it's if if COVID anyone's number one job is to be safe, then you don't have a job. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mike Sorry. Rowe, Mike Rowe talks about this. There's still an effect going. It's hissing. I know. Please turn Fucking it off. Just continue. No, I will not until you fix it. Because sometimes I'm you don't, and I can, can hear it. it. I fucking hate you so much. I'm gonna unplug the fu whole fucking mixer. Where does that make? Okay. One of these days, I'm gonna come in, and that part of the mixer is just gonna be gone. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking part? saw it off. What part? I don't know. <laughs> the part six that you parts touch. That do that. The part that you touch. And uh, yeah. this part, go ahead, go ahead, puke, do sign language, and all and you turn it into words. Yeah, what did he say? <laughs> I said sign language, <laughs> ASL, age, sex, location. Hello, oh, I love our two. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, where was I before I was so rudely interrupted by Andrew? Uh, we're having a meeting, and he's the only person wearing a mask. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, like, what is? does he think that he is the only man with the answer? Like, he's the only one that's going to be safe? Because he probably knows he doesn't have COVID. So, obviously, he's wearing this mask thinking that it is going to save him from COVID. And that everyone else in this room and this building must just be fucking insane willy-nilly to the fucking whims of COVID, right? Does he have a wife? No idea. Probably. Maybe that's who How? makes him wear it. I don't How know. does this man have a wife? Because he's successful. How is he successful? How is this man successful? By a, what metric? By being a very upper manager. Which means man. what? 
I don't 65,000 a year? Oh, I don't know. Maybe 70, 80, 90, 100, Gross. 120, 84. Oh, 84 inches gloves. worth of money. What? I just noticed the boxing gloves from last week. I forgot about them. <laughs> Anywho, um, what's the story I'm trying to tell? I just want to know why you came home from work. Oh, yeah. So anyway, they decide, and like the workplace does, I don't know, maybe this is when the numbers come out, but it's on a Friday morning. Every Friday morning that they decide that we need to be wearing masks, uh, it's Friday morning. I don't know how I structured that sentence. It was all wrong. But anyway, they fuck you on a Friday, right? It's like, hey, happy Friday. Here's some shit that ruined your fucking weekend, as opposed to just coming in Monday and doing that bullshit. But um, that was two weeks ago. So, like, they had the masks, then they did in, and then they have them. And then this latest spate, it's two weeks ago was masks. Spat. It was over with. They're like, all right, the cases have gone down. We're safe. We're saved by masks. You people that this is the only place where you wear them. And then uh, this last week, this Friday, masks are back. Hooray. <laughs> and after the third fucking email that came across. So it's, it's kind of uh, how do I explain without explaining my workplace? I have two email accounts. I have my main boss who shares this shit and says, make sure you wear a mask. And then there's the main account. And then there's some other manager who says, make sure you wear a mask. And then there's this third manager who's the guy who's always wearing the masks who said, sends out an email saying, make sure you wear your masks. And I said, I cannot fucking take this shit. I have to get out of this goddamn building. And because I'm in a weird situation, I have a guy who's my supervisor who's not my permanent supervisor. He's a temporary guy or whatever, but I'm technically working for him. So I finish the job that I'm doing. And I walk up to him and I go, I can't take this shit today. I am leaving. And I walk out of the building. And there's no follow-up to that? Uh, I don't know. There might have been. But <laughs> you didn't what get an email, what you a text, thinking? something like that? Oh, no. Who's going to say anything? What are going to say anything? To like, anybody well, who, first of all, who just I, leaves. I just take PTO. I took okay, PTO yeah. off, right? So it's not like I am, Oh, so it's not like you're saying you're still paying me and I'm going home. Yeah, maybe that's what I should have done. Yeah. But no, that would be bad because I don't know. I feel like... I don't want to do some, something that's actually against the rules, per se, right? Like, I don't want to... In my mind, I don't want to be a dickhead, like, against legitimate rules, like bilking the company out of money by charging time that I'm not actually there. Sure, but... Right? Yeah, I like, guess... That's, I'm like, just, that's actual I'm like, so disconnected dishonesty. from the whole part of like you don't know what it's like to be an hourly employee yeah like i'm so disconnected from like oh i'm just at this place so i happen to be getting paid yeah well i'm not getting paid just because i'm there pretty much uh i do work yeah i know you fuck <laughs> what do you mean well uh, what like, do you okay on the flip side like i could be drunk at work oh i'm planning on it and <laughs> nothing bad will happen yeah well nothing really would bad well, bad things could happen. I could drop optics. Like if I smashed up a bunch drop of optics. optics. Yeah. If I dropped the optics. Um, Just like, no, it's fine. It's a droptical illusion. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know what to fucking do because I can't fucking stand being there. Nobody, like the vast majority of people that I see who are hourly employees, they don't wear masks. What... So like, why are you? Well, not not wearing the mask, but like they'll have them down under their nose <sighs> or just under their shit. chin, and I do that too because fucking I'm like chicken shit. It's so hard to uh, just be the guy who's not wearing a mask. But there no, is one guy. It's not hard. 
There, you ever seen the Chad meme? No. There's a meme that goes about this thing called the internet, which was created after the 1960s. Brad and I had a discussion recently. Can't fight Chad. Yeah. Can't and, beat Chad. Uh, Don't try and beat Chad. The Chad meme is a large, muscular man with a beard who's basically like a... Uh, uh, fuck, what's the term we used the other Wait, day? Like, po- let me to just... No, go to go to Facebook. Go to the Portman Show group. We, uh, uh, sorry, it's time to celebrate past achievements here. Um, please do that. Thank you. Go to media... Go to videos. We defined all this years ago. We made this all very, very clear. We used movies from the 80s to clarify what these words mean. Is this a Teen Wolf thing? No, it is absolutely not a Teen Wolf thing. Um, Puke, are you not going to do anything? I'm fucking <laughs> trying, you fuckface. Do you think uh, fucking Facebook is an easy one? <laughs> okay. Media. Now, uh, let's look at what we've got here so um boy those aren't really if you hover over them do they have labels no uh yeah it says yes you okay see the one where we're both wearing green shirts yeah uh try the one next to (laughs) that oh of course you're gonna say the one next yeah (laughs) to the left of it why would the audio stop when i like that one. Okay. I don't think I can fly today. Yeah, this I don't is think it. there's any movie that's going to feature a yogurt boy becoming less yogurty anymore. No, I, I don't think so. And a lot of I feel like a lot of yogurt boys in these older movies get pause for a We have uh, this is from Danny Elfman, Oingo Boingo, in the background. Yeah, and this is from an episode called Vagina Eleven. Never forget, everybody. Never forget. <clears throat> All right, go ahead. Of course. Why would it? There play? should be a, sh- a Shrine Eleven. Better their yogurtiness. They use their yogurtiness as some kind of like clever. It's like because I'm yogurty, I'm smart. Yeah, kind of thing. And they use their smarts to outsmart the chads. Yeah, the chads. The chad. The chad is like the alpha guy. Okay. Yeah, I think we we had some talk about this before the show. They might be calling them brads. Yes, but maybe a brad is something different. Maybe maybe a uh, type of nail. A brad is like a tier <laughs> two chad, right? Like a tier below the chad. The Brad. Below like, in what scale? Okay, so you know like in Revenge of the Nerds how there's like the Chad would be... Ogre? Eh, not quite Ogre, but the guy who's in charge. The bad guy. The guy played by Bradley Whitaford, right? He's the Chad. Okay. Um, and all the little sidekicks... Chadley. ...are like, yeah, man, you fuck that girl. Yeah, you punch that nerd. Yeah, they're like his little encouragers. They might be the Brads. So there's a Chad... And then, and then you know, a, like a pack of brads around the chat, propping up the chat, sort of like uh, creating a, a protective inner circle. Not that Chad needs protection; it's Chad. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got followers. <laughs> he's got followers named Brad. He's the guy wearing the cardigan around his neck. I don't know that Brad's a follower. He's a follower of Chad. Mm. He's, he looks up to Chad. I think our brads and chats are mixed up. Uh, mm, I don't know. Because in my mind... How do you define a Brad? Yeah. In my mind, a Brad is just kind of a regular guy who is mildly successful, young, or or achieving success. Okay. And hated by many because of potential success. Ah, And looked at as lucky and um, didn't have to work for any success that Brad achieved. Privileged. Yes, privileged. Privileged. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so we're talking about slightly different things. Though. Right. So, I mean, you could... you could. So, I don't like you sullying Brad by calling Brad a follower. Uh, okay, so you could spin it positively or negatively, and maybe you get similar types of pictures of people, I think. So, I kind of lost the thread of all of that. We were talking about movies. Everybody's coming. Neat. Settled. There we go. All right, so <laughs> go on with your story. There's Chad at So, work. Chad doesn't wear a mask. No, he doesn't. He's a, he's a large bearded man, of course. To be a Brad. Oh, wait. Who's Brad? Let me watch this video again. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I don't have the uh, the ability to Brad it up. Um, the best I can do is just keeping the mask around my throat, basically. So then... Uh, so you're, not, you're definitely not a Chad. You're not even being a Brad. Nah. You just come home and you're mad. Yeah, I just get mad. As uh, somebody in the Army who was one of my sergeants once said... You're not the kind of guy that would fight a man. You would just poison the entire village and kill them all. Wow. And, and I said, yeah, sad. probably. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was fairly accurate. That's, that's kind of how my brain works. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I'd much re- <laughs> I would be the kind of guy that would uh, poison the entire village well, as opposed to confront people face to face. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I uh, I fucking left work because I was just like, I cannot fucking take this bullshit. It's insane. I don't know what to do. I so badly want to quit my fucking job, but also I need to pay for this cocksucking house. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter comes home and I go, huh, all right, well, you want to go to Pittsburgh? I got some places to be and things to do and stuff to go. And I said, not really, because I got shit to do. But then I went with you anyway. So he came with no, me. I, was, <laughs> I didn't really have anything to do per se. We did some things. Then we went to lunch. Where'd you guys go to lunch? I didn't Lawrenceville. Join. We went to industry. Ah, yes. What do you mean? Ugh. Why would you go there? It was because actually the, shockingly good. Because the it was first really good actually. Because the first place we were going to go was New not Amsterdam. Open. New Amsterdam was closed. Yeah. What? 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 What's, what explain why? Because it's fucking typical Lawrenceville. You should have gone. It to, is typical um, Lawrenceville. You should have gone to. Um, I haven't been to typical Lawrenceville. In I don't know how long. Piccolo Forno. Oh, I've been there. What is that bullshit? It's an Italian place. It's mag. I had pizza there once. Yeah. Years ago. I've been there. If you go there, you got to go all out, though. Yeah, I'm not going there with puke and sitting there at a bistro. Especially for lunch. We can't can't be at a bistro together. This was just lunch. We needed just... uh, And only my default would be like diviest bar near me. With chicken wings. Right. But instead, we went to New Amsterdam. Closed. Not open yet Ah. for the day because it was (laughs) early. So we walked up to industry and we had, a, I, I thought it was a great lunch. Yeah. I had a turkey My sandwich. My food was so good. And I'm not Delicious. a man who ever goes, this food is so good. How often have you heard me say, this food is so fucking good? Almost never. I don't think you've ever said. But I'm sitting there eating like that. that food and I'm going, I never Would say you this. guys eat human flesh? But this is really good. Yeah. And it was really good. What did you have? Explain uh, the food. I had a bunless burger. <laughs> so you just had meat. Yeah, but your fries were really good. My bacon burger was good. Yeah, you tried my it was fries. All very good. The fries were well salted, which is good. I didn't have to salt my fries. It was Normally, extremely I have to salt good. Fries. And the turkey sandwich was delicious. Although, who goes they, to a restaurant gets a turkey sandwich? It's a delicious turkey sandwich. It depends on what how, what how what are they doing with it? Is there stuffing? Is there cranberry sauce? No, is there cheese cran- and mustard. It's not cranberry. a Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh, cranberry is gross. I will never eat cranberry sauce on anything ever. Um, this was just turkey, like nice thick sliced, you know, lunch meat turkey with bacon and some sort of aioli or some bullshit and tomato and lettuce and a, a grilled bun, that grilled lovely. bread. That it was delicious. Lovely. 
the bread was so How about good. How meat you can get, though, at a restaurant? Why it just turkey? shredded my fucking mouth because the other options were some sort of hoity-toity faggoty shit. Steak? I don't think they had a steak sandwich. I think they had, like, fucking tofu or something. Burgers? There was other things. I, I've had burgers. I haven't had a turkey sandwich in a while, and I like turkey sandwiches. One of the best things I've ever gotten was from... Uh, uh, I think it was uh, uh, on Fort Hood. There was a restaurant called Robin Hood. It was basically better than a Subway, but you could get a turkey with Swiss cheese and mustard and bacon. It was a sub sandwich. It was fucking amazing. Actually, it was a Subway restaurant called the L Train. Yeah. Andrew and I went out to higher than a Subway. So I know you people have all this f- fucking Mm-mm. obsession with beef. Mm-mm. You're like, chicken's not good enough. Bruh, turkey's not good enough. When I go out to eat, Andrew also doesn't like sandwiches whatsoever, so his opinion doesn't matter. When I go out to eat, yeah. from now on, I'm uh, just having food that is good. I'm not, <laughs> well, I'm well, not that's suffering anymore. I'm not suffering through somebody's mediocre chicken wings anymore. No. I'm not going to do it. So Andrew and I went out with his uncle on okay. Tuesday night. Oh, yeah? This is my shenanigans. <laughs> this is when I need uh, your attention. I do, I do this. <laughs> you, now found, um, you made a drum out of a box. There is a real drum here that's mostly broken because Andrew shot it with a airsoft pistol. So I look so at the menu for one minute. I go, you know what? Fucking nachos. It's been a long oh, day. Oh, wow. I yeah. Don't have energy to design the perfect low carb dinner at a place called Shenanigans. <laughs> okay. You think it's going to be awful. Well, no, it was great. It was good. Uh, the nachos, there was a little bit of trickery. Now, you know me, I am a nacho critic around Pittsburgh. You know, I go, I try, and then I come here, and I just try to put places with bad nachos out of business. (laughs) Shenanigans pulled an interesting move. An interesting kind of deception on what was otherwise very good nachos. You read the description of everything that comes with your nachos. Uh Uh-huh. They say shredded cheddar cheese. I say, ah, Okay, we're not fucking around with that goop. Oh, the goop that's You know so the good? goop that people fuck around with? Yeah, there's a place we go to uh, around here called Extra Innings, I think, that uh, puts a lot of the goop. Right. A delicious goop. That is... Sometimes I gotta have the goop. No, 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 no. You never need to have the goop. I want the when goop. When you see the goop, you have to turn away from the goop. Gonna get that goop? <laughs> um, I go there and I say, give me the goop! So the nachos come. Yeah, generous amount of beef, jalapenos. Um, there is some nice sides, like sour cream, which is always yeah. nice. To salsa, dip. salsa. Yeah. Is cream. anyone else as amazed as I am with jalapenos? No, maybe the Mexicans. They're pretty fucking amazing. You think about it. on their own, they're just like, ah, this is spicy. And it's, yeah, this is gross and horrible. It's like ah, whatever. But then when mixed with almost anything, yeah, you go. it always makes it better. <laughs> Gabrielle and I this morning, it's pouring rain. Yes. We wake up. I say, let's have an adventure. Let's go see the city completely empty because no one's out today. Nobody yeah, yeah. wants to be out today. Nobody walks in the rain. Uh, probably like a little after eight. Everybody's out after eight. It was pouring rain. Hour. It was pouring. It's Sunday. It's it was pouring hour. rain. Oh. Rush hour today on Sunday. Sunday. And it Sorry. was pouring <laughs> rain. Right? It pouring rain. Lightning strikes everywhere. Yeah, it was a big thunderstorm came through. Right. So we jump in the car. <clears throat> Local Pittsburgh photographer Dave DiCello got some amazing lightning shots of the city and the first we were up on the west end overlook last night and we see this huge light thing like kind of west or yeah west of like allegheny general hospital it's pronounced lightning and it's so big 
this light, this lit up thing. It's like a tower with like this thing coming off it at an angle. Oh, I know what that is. I, I hate like, that. And is that the like, mattress factory? The yep. That's what I thought oh. it was. Yep. Oh. That's what I thought it was. You thought but it was. I was like, the mattress factory can't do something that's that ostentatious in the middle of a residential area. Isn't it supposed oh, to be yeah. ostentatious? Is I guess. that the whole point of this place? I guess. So The Mattress Factory is a modern art museum in the gay neighborhood of the Mexican War Streets, right next to Allegheny General Hospital on the north side, but you can see from the West End Overlook when you look down and slightly to the left. Okay. So that's what happened. Yeah. Um, but it does look pretty neat from that vantage point. So I'm like, even though that thing's not going to be lit up? Yeah. Because I'm going, I'm like, oh, that's the Garden Theater, lit up in red there. You know, I'm naming everything. That's Acrosure Stadium. Um, <laughs> yeah. They already have Field. shirts in the strip district that say uh, Heinz Field forever. Nice. Or always Heinz Field or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. So Pittsburgh ain't going to put up with that bullshit. So we go looking for this thing that we see lit up last night. Even though it's not lit up in the day, I think I can find it because it's so big. I show her some of the things that uh, I'm working on with Andrew. Uh -huh. We drive around those places. Uh, we wind up... Mm, somewhere like uh we go through like where the mr rogers thing is on the north shore the statue we get out in the north shore we walk around a little bit uh -huh. we go downtown we go through market square then we go to the strip district strip di district is a nice place i say i want to get a new hat oh and that's the only thing i want, I want and i want to see it empty we get down there it's packed we wind up at that's a Sunday. coffee shop that used to be gaucho's the steak place <clears throat> the brazilian place. Yeah. 16th street bridge 16th right at the 16th street bridge is a coffee shop now. Have you heard about coffee shops? I've heard of and com. Liberty. Free shops or pen. Gabriella likes to be a patron at coffee shops, hmm. which can be tolerable to problematic. And I think that is the complete range of coffee <laughs> shops. Um, so this is a very tolerable coffee shop. They have a cornbread muffin. Oh. Which she gets. Oh, I made some cornbread. It is filled with jalapeno peppers. <gasps> I don't That's like the that. way to do it. Oh what? my God, no! And you just this said jalapenos! This is the one jalapenos. where jalapenos don't make it better. You don't take something sweet and put spicy shit this in it. This is why I brought this up. Well, cornbread. This, this is like cayenne pepper chocolate. Because I on. wanted corn to see Cornbread's not always super sweet. That's the shitty cornbread. I knew that Andrew liked cornbread somehow. Yeah. I knew that just from this right now where he's talking about jalapeno peppers. I say, what are you going to do with this? No. Two things you like. No. Yeah, there's plenty of things I like, but they're separate but equal. Yeah, Andrew also hates food being combined with other foods. Right. I don't like anything salty with chocolate except for peanut butter. But you combine all kinds of things that like don't go together because you like, like them, dry, uh, watching TV and sleeping. <laughs> it's not really a food, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to taste it. I don't know, but they, they don't go together. Dude, I, I fucking love cornbread with either jalapeno or taco sauce. For a while, you were just about combining eating and sleeping. Because yeah. cornbread with jalapenos is basically like a corn tortilla with jalapenos. Unless it's the super sweet, shitty cornbread. Love that super like sweet, sweet, shitty cornbread. No, nah, that's not. That's one's bad. Mm. I like a nice dinner roll. Oh, dinner roll is the best. A brown and serve. How do you do better oh than the brown and serve? You don't do better than the brown and serve. Where in Maine, Gabrielle and I? Brown and serve with melted butter. Kittery, mm. Maine, I say, 
They were in uh, Portsmouth, right? I would order a lobster just to have the brown and serve roll right. that came with the lobster. <laughs> so we're in Portsmouth. I say, we can eat here, and it'll be just like someplace in Lawrenceville. Portsmouth, or, the hometown of lobster. Right. We can eat in one of these trendy little places that have popped up in our market, market Square in Portsmouth. It's called Market Square. Huh? Um, or I can take you over the 1A Bridge to Warren's. Famous salad bar, the most famous salad bar on the East Coast, or at least in New, or at least in Maine, or the croutons or dinner rolls, at least in Kittery. Okay, they got a big sign, famous salad bar. Wow. So I say this is an institution, and this is a this is a New England experience that we have to have. We went there. What did we find? Dinner rolls and cornbread, or dinner roll. Maybe it wasn't cornbread. <laughs> maybe it was like pumpkin bread or something. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. It was good though. It sounds delicious. And I was trying to say, you got to eat these dinner rolls. We don't know when we're going to see them again. Yeah. But we well, could have at least one. Beautiful salads. Beautiful salads. Mm. That we made ourselves. With no lettuce, that's the only good salad. No, but a salad bar is a way to go out to eat that I will tolerate. Oh. Okay. Love a good okay. salad bar. <laughs> yeah. Because you can, because the, yeah, they bring you, you the salad, all right? The fucking lettuce. They they go, oh, here's our salad, and it's got little candied walnuts. <laughs> yeah, everything's got to have fucking candied walnuts. Oh yeah, right? I don't yeah. Need to fucking now, need anything. It's like gross. I don't want candied. If I'm at home, there's just regular walnuts, not fucking candied walnuts. But if you're gonna candy the walnuts, it's not like I can say no. I'm out to eat. No. Right. So I don't like how they do that. So, candy pecans. Pecans are almost candy by themselves. Now. If you go up to a salad bar and they say, walnuts, candied walnuts. I go, oh, you know what? I'm in charge here. I'll take the walnuts. Fucking candied walnuts. What am I, six? Yeah, I walk up and exactly, I go, I don't yes. need nuts in my salad. Johan's in the chat. Good point. Just to get us on track. He says, just to keep track, we're discussing Andrew's problem, which involves puke pro- puke's problem with masks at work. So you went to lunch, which reminds Brett <laughs> of the time that he ate. <laughs> That should be the title of the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. I might just copy this here and save it. So, every word industry, which I thought was delightful. This is not a place I would go in an evening. Mm -hmm. I do not want to go to industry on a Friday night or a Saturday night. No, it's filled with people. Filled with basic chads. But during the day or Brad's lunchtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fantastic. When there's a restaurant that seats 100 people. And yeah, there's so it's nine in there. Yeah, you know, I've it's never great. really never really thought about how nice it is to go into a giant restaurant for lunch. When normally you go to these places for dinner and they're a nightmare. Yep. But Not a lunch, nightmare at all. We get service as fast as we want or yeah. as slow as we want. My meal was fucking fantastic. It was really good. I actually had to comment on how good it was, which is something I never, ever, ever, ever do. Sure. Unless it's free. <laughs> That's the only way. And, uh, you know, we got a little drunk. Yeah. What, at that lunch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was whiskey lunch. Whiskey lunch. I was depressed and angry, so I was drinking. And I was not driving. So and I was driving, so. so... So, of course, you're drunk. Oh, my God. And then you went back to your work, and you're like, I'll fucking stay <laughs> if my drunk friend who drove me here can stay, too, and we don't have to wear masks. But you pay him triple time. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, we were, we left, I remember we left the restaurant, and I'm feeling real good, and Andrew's like having a cigarette or something, and uh, I hear somebody say, is this your car? Behind us, 
Something to that effect. And Andrew, like, very quickly seems to abandon his cigarette and get into his car. And I look around, and there's a meter maid lady. I have no knowledge of this. Oh, my God, really? I thought yeah. that's why you got in the car to no, leave. No, I have no knowledge of this, and I don't fear meter maids. No, of course, like, because you never pay for tickets. And we had this for, discussion. I don't pay for now. parking. You're like, you're like, fuck paying for tickets and all this stuff. You got to go to the fucking kiosk. Here's my thing. thing. If we got a ticket yeah. while at lunch, what's the ticket mean? $39? I do not know. Whatever the ticket is, $39, $43, I don't care. Yeah. It's not 84. worth... It's not worth my time <laughs> to figure out how to download the app or to stand there at a fucking kiosk like a fucking dope in the future. Putting in your license plate trying number. Trying to figure out what my license plate number is to, to plug yeah. this into an app, into a, a kiosk. I'm not doing that. It's not worth it. I'll take the fucking ticket over having <laughs> to spend my time doing that. Yeah, so I heard this somebody say something about it. It's way it's too embarrassing to stand there at a kiosk and get frustrated <laughs> at a machine on the street. It's it's a very easy machine. And I see it as it's like not a very easy machine. It's a very difficult machine. Ticket paying insurance because like what I'd yeah. be less likely to pay is a parking ticket. Oh yeah. Like you get a parking ticket, you go ah oh, fuck parking ticket. But you got a bunch of stuff that you're doing, so you put the parking ticket somewhere. Oh you yeah, know? and then it's now uh, I get a parking ticket and I go. I'm at home sitting on the computer processing papers. I'll pay the ticket. I had to pay for parking. I get out of the car. I go. I'm not here to pay for parking. I'm here to go eat lunch. <laughs> I'm not here to get out and walk up to a kiosk. I'm here to go walk around and look at things and people and see what's open. Yeah, so I heard somebody say something about, I forget what it was. Like, is this your car or you're getting driving? I don't I don't remember, but I, I you're like getting back in the truck and I look up and I realize the meter bay and I go, oh God, this is getting awkward. <laughs> didn't notice it at all. I'm filled with anxiety and I get in. <laughs> she just kept walking because I guess maybe she didn't know if we had parked or not. I don't know what they know. Do care. they know how long we've been there? The she, meter she, maids. What do they know? I thought for sure she was going to hand she one of us a ticket. a ticket. I don't care. But now she just kept walking. I was like, oh. there, there's no more caring. There's no more fear. <clears throat> there's zero fear left. You know what just happened recently? I don't. I just registered and inspected the CRV for another wow, year. Wow. How was that even possible? I know. It was a piece of cake. How did how did that thing pass inspection? How would it not? I drove it here today, and I said the <laughs> same thing as I listened to it with the window open. <laughs> as it goes, no, it's got road. a little exhaust leak, but other than that, that a thing little. is spectacular. Mm. Do you know about the thing that happens when you turn the wheel all the way one way? No. Oh boy, this must here. be a new <laughs> thing. Oh, I don't think so. Sounds like old. <laughs> Sounds very old. Is it a squealy noise or a clicky noise? It's a squealy. Squealy. Yeah. Squealy is nowhere near as bad as clicky. Oh, good. Yeah. Squealy is like an almost a non-problem. Great. Yeah, nobody cares about squeals. Yeah, squealy uh, noise is a squeal $7 all the time. noise. Because I did it. I turned the wheel all the way. And I heard it for the first time, I think, today. And I went, did I do the squealy? Did I do the squealy? <laughs> did I do the squealy? Right, I said, no, that sounds like a very old. The way it squeals. Yeah. It's not new. Yeah, it's probably squealed many a day. <laughs> and it's, oh. So anyway, we had lunch. Hooray. Then we came home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was still early afternoon. Okay. And uh, I went, geez, I'm tired. Oh, so yeah. I've had a week of getting up at like four or something in the morning. Oh, my God. Getting right to work. And <clears throat> I've been working from like four or something in the morning until between 10 something and noon something. Mm -hmm. And then going off and doing like a whole second job every day. Okay. Every single day. And it kind of finally caught up to me on Friday. So we come home, and I go to bed where I turn on the TV, because that's what you do when you go to bed. Yeah, you're like, it's it's nappy time at 
fucking four o'clock. Yeah, and I immediately passed out. I woke up at like nine thirty at night. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Right. Yeah, I took a nap for I think an hour. Got up. I went out and uh, shot my airsoft guns for a long time, and then did some work in the shop of some sort. But I come out and I'm all blurry. Like I, my my brain is not. Yeah, I up. thought you had left or something. I didn't know you were still in the house. I was like, what the fuck? So I see puke. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> yeah, because now you've slept for it's six bed, hours. Now it's bedtime. <laughs> right. And I just slept a whole bunch. What do I do? I can't just go to work. It's 930 at night. This is useless. So I go back to bed. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right is right. So I go back to bed for the next two hours. You can't go back to bed after five hours of sleep. I sleep for maybe <laughs> 45 minutes of those two hours. He just puts on Tim Pool and he's out. 11.30, I get up. No, this time was Lex Friedman. Ah, yeah. There you go. He's, Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up at 11.30. Yeah, but have you heard any of his podcasts where he talks about the existential something or other about space time? Yeah, he's the scariest program. man I've ever heard. <laughs> man, he had this one guy on who was talking about like the layers of awareness in the Serengeti. And how there's all these different levels of consciousness from the grass to the bugs to the lions. <laughs> no, I don't think I've heard that To one. the wind. And he's a foreign man. So, And he's like Thought from he's somewhere where there in. are Serengeti-like places. And he's talking about the consciousness. Hmm. This, of the land? These levels of consciousness. Yeah. Well, I think I proceeded to experience these levels of consciousness. Because <laughs> mm. I get myself up. We on eleven thirty, level zero, <laughs> and I go and I sit on my computer and I go. Time to process some old notes that have been piling up. Oh wow! In the middle of a Friday night, huh? Yep, Friday night, eleven thirty. I start processing <laughs> notes. Oh, this sounds magical. Fucking oh, par- oh, I long for the the chance to process notes. Nothing's yeah. really interrupting party me. Party animal. I'm just fucking plugging away. Yeah, that's and true. then I'm going on the back porch for a cigarette. Pitch black, middle of the night. I sit out there. There's a cacophony of crickets. Yeah. A cricket cacophony, just calling to me. Cacophony. And I'm sitting out there, and I'm going, this is the noisiest fucking place? It can be, yeah. <laughs> What's going on this late at night? I'm looking around, and it's just me in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Then I go back in, and I plug away at notes. Next thing I know, it's 2.30 in the morning. Nice. And I'm out there again. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just enjoying my cigarettes, sitting out there in the dark, in the dew. It's not that dark. The there's dewy a, dark. There's a big yard It's pretty light. dark. There's just there's noise. A, there's a yard Way light. more noise than there is dark. True. Or light. There's cicadas and crickets and frogs and <clears throat> some so birds. Finally, around 3.30 or so, I go to bed. Oh, yeah. Get up around 6.30 <laughs> the next morning. Your but, sleep uh, cycle is fucked. Yeah, I was. But I have a lot of time to think and really appreciate mm. the outdoors and the noise yeah. and the, the night. And when it was at 6.30 and I get up. And I start plugging away on the computer again. I also take a break and I go outside for a cigarette. And as I'm sitting there, listening to podcasts in my earbuds, sitting there just enjoying the morning. And uh, You got coffee? Not yet. Why do you have a cigarette before coffee? It's going to be like an hour or two till I have a coffee. That doesn't make any sense. So then I hear a big sniff. <clears throat> a big, sniff. Big sniff. Look to my right. Bunch of deer just staring at me. Oh, yeah. And they're pissed. They're sniffing loud and repeatedly sniffing. Oh, they're doing like the snort. They're like, yeah. I'm going to fucking attack you, snort? Yeah, yeah. So I go, <laughs> God damn it. This 84-inch door is too heavy for me to yeah. open if I got to escape. Yeah, there's no way you're getting that open in time. <laughs> it's like an Indiana Jones fucking trap. So your best bet would be to just sprint across the yard into the big shop that has an unlocked door. That's your That's your safe place. 
I'm not running across the yard when there's deer. They run so much faster than me. I'm going to run towards them and towards the door that I need to get through. Oh, wait. If anything, I'll pick up a chair. I had a deer. Where were the deer at in the yard? I had a deer raise its hoof at me. <gasps> Went like this with its hoof up. Man, that's the same thing as like flipping you off. Yeah. <laughs> that's how deer just say, fuck you, buddy. I'm coming for your ass. Because it was looking at me, right? It's it oh, was yeah. the alley behind my house where I park, where my parking area is. You know, growing up up here, just so you know, mm-hmm. every year we would hear stories of people getting attacked by deer. Right. Just so you're aware. No, I'm uh, aware. Yeah. I had a young deer in my yard the other day, and I noticed them, and they were kind of on the other side of a little hill, and it just stared at me. I was going, hey, what are you doing? Hey, hello. I think and it just like stared that. at me like, what do I do? And so I was just like, I'll let them keep eating grass. Usually they like it when you talk to them. Yeah. See, for me, I yeah, don't know they like them. them I, I, I just, I paused my podcast so I could hear them snort yeah. and sniff. But I started talking to this one, and we were really getting into it. I did most of the talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. But Makes then all sense. of a sudden, he just goes, <laughs> hoof up, and starts kind of like shaking his hoof. Yeah. When when he paused, when he paused the hoof, that's when you really know it's time to. I mean, pause. You know, like, you know, like, you know. That's what he was doing. He was, I, I feel like. No, he said that, that lift. Lift the paw. That's like a flip off. When they start pawing at it, that's when they're doing the chest bump. I don't know. This analogy makes no sense. But I am. I like so many aspects of Andrew's story. Not exactly like the way the sleeping all worked out. <laughs> yeah. But I want to get up at 5. Sure. But I didn't. I slept until 6.30. I know. But like even just getting up at 5, like I dream of being ready for bed at 10. I dream. I dream. I dream recently. Oh, congrats. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about it next week. Brett's checking his watch to see if he's we've got time for dreams. <laughs> Here's an idea. You tell the dream. Let everybody mull it over for a week. I have four topics left. Oh, my God. Okay. I have a dream. Uh-huh. It involves puke. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have, I wrote butt stuff. Not essential. We've done most of it here. I have additional thoughts. On what? Butt stuff. I know, but it's... We it's, haven't explained it, these thoughts. But it's timeless. Because then I could shit anywhere. Butt stuff is timeless. I bled. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, buy me dinner. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> well, what do you want to do? Someone else pick. I gave four topics. Uh, let's, let's get into the dream. Okay. So it may have been Friday night. In my in-between this sleeping. This was probably a weird sleep night for you. It was definitely weird, weird sleep night. Oh, yeah. Nocturnal adventures. So Puke is turning 40 soon. Ugh. And I must have been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And Puke was talking about taking a trip. Yeah. So I must have been thinking about this too. Okay. There I am dreaming. And we're at a party, at a house party, with people. Okay. People we know, people we don't know. And there were women there. And this, it was is, a this is how you know it's a dream. Fancy house. Yeah. But it had a tractor trailer backed up to one of the windows <laughs> as if it were a loading dock. Oh, okay. So it's a house party with a tractor trailer backed up to the window. The, as a lo- I'm actually going to draw this. This, there was a is, pool. this is how you get your pallets of booze and cigarettes. Yeah, I don't know. But inside the back of the tractor trailer, in, inside the trailer, uh-huh. which was open to the loading dock slash window of the living room of the house next to the pool. Yeah. It was just a bed. 
like an elevated bed. Like it wasn't ground floor of the tractor. <laughs> okay. It was like up above, but yeah. it was really big. It's like like so big, it invited many people. Where all of the heat gathers. I guess. I don't think it was hot. I don't think it was uncomfortable. I, I it was uncomfortable, not. Well, but not for dream, that reason. Yeah, in a dream, it's not going to be uncomfortable, I guess. So at one point, I'm wandering around, and I'm talking to people, and I'm seeing people, and I look, and I see like an attractive woman, and another attractive woman. It's mostly attractive women? Yeah, I'm just thinking. It's good, a dream. Good for of them. Of course. <laughs> good for that. Yeah, and then at one point, like puke disappears, and I just assume he's off talking to somebody. Puke is also there. Puke. Yep. Okay. And uh, I go into this tractor trailer at one point, and I climb up onto this loft bed, which is very long. This is like an inviting space to mm. accommodate lots of people. It's about 84. You don't have to fuck. 84 inches long? <laughs> That's how long it is? Okay. Actually, it's, you know it's funny? Yeah. Most uh, trailers are either 48 or 53 feet long. Not 84 feet? <laughs> nope, 48. <laughs> Crazy. So I climb up into this bed. Yeah. And I see one of the these attractive girls uh, getting fucked. Eyes wide shut style. On the bed. Yeah. And there's people just like sitting there talking, smoking yeah. cigarettes, having drinks, just Pay- hanging out. Paying like, no mind. Within a few feet of her. Yeah. What do you want to do in the bed? Why are you there? I don't know. I was just exploring. I was just talking to people oh, and enjoying why is it my a time. Bed? Why is it in a bed? Well, we're going to tell I climb you. up there. Tell you soon. Okay. And I see these people. <laughs> I see this girl. Yeah. And I realize, oh, puke's fucking her. Oh, wow. And it seemed like a perfectly normal thing to be sitting there <laughs> while puke's fucking this girl. Except then I thought about it and I go, oh, but that's puke. I got to get out of this trailer. Yeah, now it's, now it's uncomfortable. If it was anybody else, I would have <laughs> yeah. just stayed there. If it's anybody else, you're going to ask for another cocktail. But it was puke. Yeah. So I got out of there and then I stood in the living room. See, this is why they do masks at these parties. Looking back at the trailer and I thought, well, I'm really happy about all this. Yeah. I was just happy about everything that was happening. There's an orgy fuck trailer. That's the whole dream? <laughs> That was pretty much it, yeah. Extremely simple. You you have a... Extremely. It is, it is brought on by your sort of... Your, the, the, your week that you have, right? Which is very, very busy. A lot is on your plate. Not done. Is it really? Yes. I feel like nothing is on my plate. <laughs> you're bit, but you're fucked up as far as sleep is concerned because you have to pass out in the middle of the afternoon on a Friday. Compared to 10 years ago? Fucking child's play. Oh, yeah. So he's got that uh, Compared to history. 15 years ago. That bread Even history. Easier. Wait, the, your life today is easier than then? Good God, yeah. Okay, here's what I'm seeing. Something about puke that you're envious of. Hmm. Unlikely. <laughs> okay. And it might be something about routine, predictability. There's a part of you. This is not the whole you dreaming that likes chaos and problems. There's something in you, a younger you, a younger Andrew, an Andy. <laughs> I was a Drew. A Drew. Okay. Who looks at puke as routine. Puke was in the army. Puke knows when he's getting up. He knows when he's going to bed. You didn't know when you were going to bed or getting up this day. Puke knows what the day is going to be like. Puke is th- this attractive woman that puke is fucking is just woman is an existence. It's it's symbolic of an existence that a part of you wants. But I was just happy for him. Now I wasn't envious. But you're happy. Why are you happy to see a bed 
and mm. a truck, right? When does... Uh, oh, yeah. Because there was a time in your life mm-hmm. where you drove a truck, not a bread truck. I put a bed in the back so, of that truck. <laughs> right. But not the bread truck. A semi bed truck. truck. Uh, not a bed truck. Oh. The semi. Where it's like... Oh, that okay, kind of truck. Okay, Andrew. Oh. Here's where you're going. I thought you meant a tundra. You get in this truck. <laughs> you're on this road. This road is defined. There are guardrails. Ugh. You go in this direction. I-81 You know you're forever. going to this place. South. You're dropping this thing off. You're turning around. You're coming Chicken back. McNuggets or you're going from here South Carolina. to here to here. Life is mapped. Destinations mm. are clear. Time frames are set. Mm-hmm. Sleepiness is imminent. The road is known. You say, this is what Puke's life is like. Hmm. <laughs> Andrew seems unhappy. Part of you. Puke has had a fucking great day. He's like, I didn't like what happened at work, so I fucking left. Nah, I wouldn't call and it And I got maybe paid. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I took vacation time. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't have these luxuries. No. That, that woman that Puke is fucking is an existence that part of you wants. That's why you're happy for Puke. Getting paid for not working? Your, your subconscious has put tangible objects into the dream scene. To make this more clear to you, you need to be in bed, Andrew. And this is the truck of a time when life was clear. That fucking, I mean, come on. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Whoa. And that's a broken tambourine. No, 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 no. We're not breaking every instrument. I do, before we're out of here, I do. Is this a right hand? Okay. And that's a left. That's a right hand. That's a left hand. You're right. I do want to punch this rubber chicken with a boxing glove. <laughs> Yeah, you got to try them gloves. I've been thinking about it for like an hour. You know, it hurts uh, to get punched in the face by one of these things. Oh, of course it does. Why, why do you have these things? I found them. Where? Didn't Classic you South Carolina show? bus stop gift basket. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is this on video? Somebody screen record, guy damn, damn it. it. Wait a minute. <laughs> Best part of the show. <laughs> oh, well. Bye. Bye.
have a tambourine? We've always had a tambourine. This is the thing that it seems like they always give to the retard, but it's hard to play. You gotta have rhythm, baby. Or wait, what does that say about me? Uh oh. Oh, that's oh, that's like that's what they play in the horror movie. Echo again. It definitely, it definitely sounds like, sounds like baby, baby screaming. France, four, three. I don't know if Brett's ready. I'm good. Oh, I'm, go ahead. 